Clearshore presents Cramdown, a test of character for VCs and founders. By Steve Blank, April 26, 2022, at steveblank.com. Cramdowns are back, and I'm keeping a list. At the turn of the century after the dot-com crash, startup valuations plummeted, burn rates were unsustainable, and startups were quickly running out of cash. Most existing investors, those still in business, hoarded their money and stopped doing follow-on rounds after the rubble had cleared. Except, that is, for the bottom feeders of the venture capital business, investors who crammed down their companies. They offered desperate founders more cash, but insisted on new terms, rewriting all the old stock agreements that previous investors and employees had. For existing investors, sometimes it was a pay-to-play, such as, if you don't participate in the new financing, you lose. Other times, it was simply a take-it-or-leave-it, here are the new terms. Some even insisted that all prior preferred stock had to be converted to common stock. For the common shareholders, employees, advisors, and previous investors, a cram-down is a big middle finger, as it comes with reverse split, meaning your common shares are now worth one-tenth, one-one-hundredth, or even one-one-thousandth of their previous value. A cram-down is different from a down-round. A down-round is when a company raises money at valuation that is lower than the company's valuation in its prior financing round but it doesn't come with a massive reverse split or change in terms. While cram-downs never went away, the flood of capital in the last decade meant that most companies could raise another round. But now, with the economic conditions changing, that's no longer true. Startups that can't find product-market fit and or generate sufficient revenue and or lack patient capital are scrambling for dollars, and the bottom feeders are happy to help. VCs will waive all kinds of reasons why. It's my fiduciary responsibility, which is BS, because venture capital is a power law business, not a salvage every penny business. Or, it's just good business. Or, we're opportunistic. On one hand, they're right. Venture capital, like most private equity, is an unregulated financial asset class. Anything goes. But the simpler and more painful truth is that it's abusive and usurious. Many VCs have no moral center in what they invest in or what they'll do to maximize their returns. On one hand, the same venture capital industry that gave us Apple, Intel, Tesla, and SpaceX also thinks addicting teens is a viable business model, Jewel, or destroying democracy, Facebook, is a great investment. And instead of society shunning them, we celebrate them and their returns. We let the VC narrative of all VC investments are equally good equal all investments are equally good for society. No founder is prepared to watch their company crumble beneath them. There's a growing sense of panic as you frantically work 100-hour weeks knowing years of work are going to disappear unless you find additional investment. You're unable to sleep and try not to fall into complete despair. Along comes an investor, often one of your existing ones, with a proposal to keep the company afloat and out of sheer desperation, you grab it. You swallow hard when you hear the terms and realize it's going to be a startup 
all over again. You rationalize that this is the only possible outcome, the only way to keep the company afloat. But then there's one more thing. To make it easier for you and a few key employees to swallow the cram down, they promise that you'll get made whole again by issuing you new stock in the newly capitalized company. Heck, all your prior investors, employees, and advisors who trusted and bet on you get nothing. But you and a few key employees come out okay. All of a sudden, the deal which seemed unpalatable is now sounding reasonable. You start rationalizing why this is good for everyone. You just failed the ethical choice and forever ruined your reputation. Cramdowns wouldn't exist without the Founders' Agreement. In the 20th century, terrorists took hostages from many countries, except from the Soviet Union. Why? Western countries would negotiate frantically with the terrorists and offer concessions, money, prisoner exchanges, etc. Seeing their success, hostage-taking continued. The Soviet Union? Terrorists took Russians hostage once. The Soviets sent condolences to the hostage families and never negotiated. Terrorists realized it was futile and focused on Western hostages. VCs will stop playing this game when founders stop negotiating. In the panic of finding money, founders forget they have a choice. Walk away. Shut the company down and start another one. Stop rationalizing how bad a choice that is and convincing yourself that you're doing the right thing. You're not. The odds are that after your new funding, most of your employees will be left with little or nothing to show for their years of work. While a few cram downs have been turned around, although I can't think of any, given you haven't found enough customers by now, the odds are you're never going to be a successful enterprise. Your cram down investors will likely sell your technology for piece parts and or use your company to benefit their other portfolio companies. You think of the offer of cram down funding as a lifeline but they've handed you a noose. With investors pressuring you and money running out, it's easy to get so wound up thinking this is the only and best way out. If there ever was a time to pause and take a deep breath, it's now. Realize you need time to put the current crisis in context and to visualize other alternatives. Take a day off and imagine what's currently unimaginable. What would life be like after the company ends? What else have you always wanted to do? What other ideas do you have? Is now the time to reconnect with your spouse, family, others, to decompress and get some of your own life back? Don't get trapped in your own head thinking you need to solve this problem by yourself. Get advice from friends, mentors, and especially your early investors and advisors. There is nothing worse that guarantees you permanently ruin relationships and your reputation than for early investors and advisors to hear about your decision to take a cram down when you ask them for signatures on a decision that's already been made. Being able to assess alternatives in a crisis is a lifelong skill. Life is short. Knowing when to double down and knowing when to walk away is a critical skill. In the long run, your employees and the venture ecosystem would be better served if you used your experience and knowledge in a new venture and took another shot at the goal. 
Winners leave the field with those they came with. Lessons learned. Cramdowns are done by VC bottom feeders, taking an unfair advantage and contributing to the toxicity of the startup ecosystem. Founders often believe they need to take a cramdown, rationalizing, I'll never get another good idea. I have so much time and effort sunk into this startup. I don't have enough energy to do it again, etc. Founders rationalize it's good for their employees. Take time to think about alternatives. Don't get trapped in your own head thinking you need to solve this problem by yourself. You're burning the very people who were your early supporters. Walk away. You can do another startup again with your head held high. P.S. If you're prepared to walk away, there are pretty good odds you'll end up with a much better idea if you want one. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. We would like to hear from you, so please send your thoughts to comments at clearshore.us or visit us at clearshore.us. If you would like this show delivered to you automatically, you can subscribe to the Clearshore Podcasts on iTunes. Wishing you all the best until next time.